Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show. It is Friday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you have taken care of your sweetheart on this Valentine's Day. If you haven't, boy, you better listen to this podcast and get after it. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday talking pro football, talking the NFL mainly. Get into some of the XFL stuff as I get film in, but focusing this time of year on the latest news and notes, getting ready for free agency, getting ready for the combine in the draft. So much going on. So we got a lot to get to today. The latest goings on, the latest news, the latest conversation pieces that we're going to talk about today. Got some questions uh, that we're going to answer from Kevin. Uh, and if you've got a question, go to LandryFootball.com, hit Contact Chris, Send us a question, and we will address it right here. Reminder, this podcast is brought to you by the great folks at 401k Generation. Eddie Rojas and his team of financial professionals, uh, experts on money management, investment inquiries, to make sure you're on track to your financial goals. Uh, Eddie Rojas and his team will help you do that. It'll explain the complex nature of investments, Maybe the do's and don'ts, what's best for you. How do you know? Maybe you're doing something. Is it right? Um, Again, are you on track to your goals? Get your financial checkup today. Get it from the financial professionals at 401k Generation. Eddie Rojas and his team. You can call or text at 1-866-998-5879. That's 1-866-998. Nine nine eight five eight seven nine. They're lost, licensed in all fifty states. So get with them today. And it's a reminder: get with LandryFootball.com today, will you? What a great time to join our team. Uh, we got our scouting season offer up on the website. It's the best offer we've ever had. It'll get you through free agency, the draft, um, evaluating all teams' rosters. Um, updating you in the notebooks every day in the NFL, the college game, recruiting, one-stop shopping football over at LandryFootball.com. 
check it out today. It's like having your own scouting department at your disposal for less than a magazine subscription. $5 a month, less than $5 a month if you take advantage of that huge discount. Don't let that go away. That'll get you through not only the off season but all next football season to this time. So you make sure that you want to check it out today. And sign up for this pod. You can catch this podcast as well as all the conference podcasts that drops every day over at LandryFootball.com. But sign up for it so it goes right to your phone and you don't miss it. Go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and sign up for Landry Football's conference call. Simple as that. So what's going on in the NFL today? A couple of things I want to get to. Uh, And I talked about this in the Pac-12 Football and Beyond show. Eric Bieniemy is obviously the very bright offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid. Fast track guy to a head coaching job. And a lot of people have been frustrated for the lack of offers. He's been very patient. He understands that when you go deep into the playoffs and the Super Bowl, sometimes it's a detriment to getting a job get getting head coaching offers in interviews. It's tough because you got to go all the way through the season. And it's people are not as patient in putting together a staff. It's it's a bigger picture issue. Eric Bieniemy is on the verge of becoming a head coach in the NFL. His alma mater, Colorado, where he not only played but he was an assistant coach there. He was running back coach. First stretch, and then offensive coordinator first stretch. Listen, I, I want whatever is best for him and whatever he wants. I get it. It's going back home. It'd be a huge mistake if he goes to Colorado. You're not going to win big there anymore. And the financial gap between the big-time programs and most of the Pac-12 is just huge. You're going to not make any more money in Colorado as you are in your role with the Chiefs and you're on the verge of getting a head coaching job in the NFL. If you go to Colorado, you will die professionally there. You're not going to win and you're going to be out of sight, out of mind, and you're no longer going to be that hot NFL head coaching candidate. I get it. He may go on the interview. It may be a courtesy, and it is his alma mater. I get it. There's a special place in his heart for the school. And far far be it from me to tell him what he should do. But I think professionally speaking, it would not be a very bright move. Anthony Lynn got his extension from the Chargers. We'll get into that a little bit more in a second. Speaking of the Chargers and Anthony Lynn... Lynn and Tom Telesco both have been quoted as saying, you know, our quarterback for this season is probably on our roster. Smokescreen, for real. They think Tyrod Taylor is a good quarterback. They think he's a starting caliber quarterback, and he's the top option for them right now. They've got the sixth overall pick. 
Are they going to make a run at Tom Brady? Are they interested in a Cam Newton and Andy Dalton? That's the other thing. The other guy that's on the free agent list that's not a free agent is Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is potential trade bait. Andy Dalton is potential release bait. If they go further into the process and are 100% certain they're going to take Joe Burrow with the number one pick, Cincinnati that is, there's still some options, interesting options. Where do they go? What do the Chargers do? Are they that much committed, have that much of a strong belief in Tyrod Taylor? Who knows? Be interesting to see. But it does appear that they like him a good deal. Some interesting news or interesting comments coming out of not surprising comments, but surprising that they were made. Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert talked about James Conner and his disappointing season. He wasn't shy about it. One of the best running backs in the league. Basically said he had a bad year. Hope he can regain that. We think he can. Starting running back. But the message was sent. They didn't really like the way you played this past year. Pick it up. Lions general manager Bob Quinn says that trade rumor talks about Matthew Stafford are 100% false. Said, first of all, it would cost them $32 million against the cap to not be on their roster. He's going to be on their roster. Also thought he played well under Darrell Bevel. He did play with some broken bones in his back, folks. Look, they've got to play well around him. Matthew Stafford's not the problem. Matthew Stafford has not played well because they haven't played around him. Play better around Matthew Stafford. That ought to be the goal. That ought to be the mission. That ought to be the focus. That be the problem, okay? Get that taken care of. Matthew Stafford can get it done. They've got to do a better job getting it done around him. We'll see how that continues to play out and develop. Um. The NFL has reinstated Brown's defensive end, Miles Garrett. Moves effective immediately, and it comes just days after Garrett met with the commissioner, Roger Goodell. You know, he missed six games after he smacked Mason Rudolph in that very heated fight at the end of the Steelers-Brown game late in the season. Look, um, I don't think this is a pattern with Garrett, but he's going to be under a microscope. He's going to have to play well, and he's going to have to keep his cool. He's going to be looked at closely. I want to remind you again on, on LandryFootball.com, we've got in our notebooks every day detailed information like this and a lot more that will get you updated on everything going on around the NFL, college football, analysis, the draft, free agency, and the college notebook. Again, more draft stuff, recruiting stuff, coaching search stuff. and Got all of that nonstop. All year round, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Check it out at LandryFootball.com. Some good news, I think, for LaVisca Chanel from Colorado. Well, it is good news. I hope that it continues to be good news. As the injury-prone receiver from Colorado won't need surgery on his pubic bone. Uh, big kid, 6'2", 220, can really run. Needs to be healthy. Some other free agent thoughts and notes. The Jets have signed, re-signed Daniel Brown, some street free agent news. 
Resound tight end Daniel Brown to a one-year contract. Going on 28, 42 career receptions, seven have come since 2017. He's a really good special teams player for him. He's the reason for the signing, and hopefully he can add him a little bit more, continue to be a good special teamer. Steelers' Deontay Johnson is recovering from a sports hernia operation. Um, he's got a four- to six recovery time with this surgery for the most part with Juju Smith-Huster banged up. And rookie Johnson um, finished his second on the Steelers in yardage, caught at least four passes in each of the final four games of the season. So uh, he's got a good chance to be the number two receiver behind James Washington if he can be healthy. So uh, big, important part uh, there. The Redskins signed linebacker Jared Norris. Remember him from the Panthers, former undrafted free agent, 11 career tackles through four NFL seasons, depth option, rotational player, special teams guy, particularly on coverage. He's got the connection with Ron Rivera. That's why he has been signed by the Redskins. Weston Richburg of the Niners, the center with that torn patella tendon, said he should be ready to go for training camp. He missed the offseason stuff, the OTAs, mini camps, but should be a go for the training camp. He's 29 years old and uh, one of the better pass blocking centers in the league. Um, Should have mentioned this too when talking about a couple of Steelers notes, but Kevin Colbert uh, has said about Ben uh, Ben Roethlisberger's elbow is the recovery's on track, but they're going to get a better feel later in February. He's going to have another detailed checkup on February 21st. They should get a realistic view of full recovery and where they can go with them and what he can do or can't do this offseason in terms of work. Going to be 38 this September. Remember, Phillip Rivers kind of in his countdown his last couple of years says he's going to play one or two more years. We'll see if Phillip finds that spot. And Eli Manning, of course, has already called it a career. He has uh, stepped aside. So, Big Ben in that same class, um, 38, and uh, coming off the injury. But, uh, you know, who knows? In terms of uh, years, may may be the last quarterback standing. Who knows how this is going to play out. Titans signed defensive, uh, excuse me, tight end Anthony Fersker to a one-year contract. Remember, he scored two postseason touchdowns, averaged a good 8.5 yards a, a target, as a tight end during the regular season. Um, he's 6'2", 246, you know, moderate, uh, moderate speed. Um, look, they, I don't know what's going to come of Delaney Walker. He's a role player. He's a backup. He'll be the guy behind Jono Smith. Delaney Walker could be gone in Tennessee. The Ravens signed Jordan Richards to a one-year contract. The defensive back bounce around the league. Primarily a special teams player. Played just one snap on defense in 19. 177 on special teams. Good core special teams player. Talked about the Jets and their moves. Um, they're expected to release Tremaine Johnson. Signed a five-year deal as the league's highest paid corner prior to the 2018 season. It's been a colossal bust. Two different coaching staffs. 30 years old. Will leave $12 million in dead money clearing just $3 million in cap. Uh, he was benched last year due to poor play. Curious to see how they handled it uh, in the Jets organization. Jameis Winston underwent LASIK surgery to repair his vision. Always wondered what has taken so long with that. You see him squinting. Um, 
Now, I don't want to make a light of it. Um, his vision with all the interceptions is more to do with forcing the football, not reading things properly. Uh, I don't have never sensed that uh, he has a vision problem of not being able to see players. Now, I am told he can't see the scoreboard. So play clock and everything, he has a hard time with that. I'm really surprised that it's taken this long for him to get in and have the LASIK surgery. Um, but that stuff usually goes well, and look, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, he led the NFL with 5,100 passing yards, 32 touchdowns, but 30 picks. 49ers uh, news again, Ethan Westbrook. Uh, defensive lineman's been signed to a one-year deal. Appeared in 67 games over the last five years with the Rams. Counting for 79 tackles, nine sacks, a forced fumble, fumble recovery for a touchdown. He'll join the Niners offseason roster prior to the new league year. The Eagles um, have a lot of interest in impending free agent Demarcus Robinson. Brought in Robinson for a pre-draft visit in 16. Uh, Chiefs selected him. 26 in September. Uh, he's had some off the fields during his time at Florida, if you remember. But he's seemingly corrected himself. He's a deep threat, can separate. Um, we know that was a big problem for the Eagles last year. No weapons to get open. Also looking at Robbie Anderson, Bashard Perriman, Amari Cooper, um, We'll see what they do. They've got to get some help. Um, free agency, the draft from receivers. They've got to get Carson Wentz some help. Outstanding quarterback needs some weapons to get things going. Um, contract year corner Quentin Dunbar said he's not approached the Redskins about releasing or trading him. Uh, he's not speculated on where he wants to be elsewhere and you know, look, it's right now he's scheduled to play out the final year of his deal. Feels he's underpaid. He's slated to make 3.25 this year. But um, he's made it clear he wants to be paid like a top corner uh, following his uh, fifth-year breakout that resulted in him finishing amongst the best in cover corners. Not expected to be a holdout, but we'll see how this plays out. Um. A corner that could be released is A.J. Boye. Marquise Lee, Marcel Darius could also be cap casualties. The uh, boy is to $15.4 million plus in the new league year. Be saving Jacksonville $11.4 million in their books by, re uh, by outright releasing him. I thought he did a pretty good job across from Jalen Ramsey in 18, but this past year took a step back. Uh, team high gave up a team high in receptions and receiving yards. Um, and then Darius is expendable for his $22 million option. That's due in 2020, so we'll see how that plays out. The Falcons taking a look and weighing options on Devontae Freeman. They can save $3.5 million in cap space by releasing him. Starting over with Edo Smith, Brian Hills, an exclusive rights free agent. Fresh draft pick or a free agent signing. Uh, not crazy about their running game at all right now. And an elite back. And they're pegged for a bounce back year. He didn't have the juice 
It didn't have a lot of run room, no doubt, but he didn't explode so much explosiveness or movements this past year um, through the line of scrimmage. Um, but they've got to fix that running game with or without him. Curious to see what the Bengals will do. Again, with Andy Dalton. You have one year, $17.7 million remaining on this contract. Likely going to be parting ways this offseason because the Bengals have the number one overall pick. Likely going to take Joe Burrow. Likely going to trade Dalton. They can find a suitor. Uh, they want to don't want to ship him to a team. It's maybe in the division or in, even in the conference. But I'm curious to see. He's someone that's not been talked about a lot. But you certainly got to put him in the category of a guy that is going to draw some interest among players at the quarterback position that are made available. Um, if you look at him, he graded in the purple this past year, solid starter. You know, he definitely has some value. <clears throat> and I think, uh, you know, still young enough to where you can get some good use for him. What's the cost? Cap outlay and trade outlay. Be interesting to see how that plays out, uh, and we'll certainly see the Bengals as they are on the clock and likely set to go with Joe Burrow. Everybody's guiding them take Joe Burrow. I expect them to do so, but, you know, it's not like they've decided that that's what they're going to do. I just think when they decide what they're going to do, that's going to be their decision. You don't make those type of decisions, you know, just – just like that, <clears throat> you let that play out. The Lions' Kenny Galladay said he would not mind being in Detroit for a while. He says a new contract could work itself out. He's due just $2.1 million in the final year of his rookie deal. But he's played above that in three of his NFL seasons. I Listen, you know my philosophy, or if you don't know, let me tell you. You should look to extend your good young players. Depending on the position and supply and demand, of course, young players, particularly quarterbacks, but a good young player like Kenny Gallagher, you need to extend these guys before the 2020 season because if you don't, the price is going to go exceedingly high. And if he doesn't live up to it, you still can get out from under the contract down the road. I'd like to see him, uh, them extend him. They should, I think, expect to get a $15 million a year average per yield deal. Caught 65 of 116 targets for 1,190 yards this past year. Uh, league high, 11 receiving touchdowns last year. Made under a million dollars. Great value for them. Need to get that done. Makes all the sense in the world. It's only going to, you're going to have to replace him because you're not going to be able to keep him if you don't get him done short term. <clears throat> Simple as that. You know, the Patriots would avoid a $13.5 million cap hit if they extend impending free agent Tom Brady to an extension by March 18th. So, I mean, I think that's the sweet zone of a decision. March 18th is the first day to be aware of because that's when change happens to the Patriots' salary cap. If Brady re-signs with New England by March 18th, 
and owner Robert Kraft wants that to happen, then the team would be able to spread the dead money across multiple seasons. The two parties to um, enter contract negotiations by then won't be able to formally meet outside teams by that date. So if he wants to see what the Raiders, the Chargers, the Colts, or any other team wants, then he's going to be hurting the Patriots' salary cap, even if he's re-signed at a later date. So going to be interesting to see how that might play into any decisions. We mentioned Anthony Lynn. His contract extension that they gave him puts him through the 2021 season. That is good. It's not an indication that he's going to clearly be there. I mean, my goodness, just had one year left. It's good to have two years. Just adds one season to it. It gets him into the new stadium for the two seasons. Uh, we'll see how they can deal with it, how well they perform. He's 26-22 and 22 in three seasons. Another sub-seven-win season, it's likely gone. Has a decent, But if he does, at least he's got another year on the deal. The Bryans hired ex-Colts general manager Ryan Grigson to serve as an advisory and consulting role. He's fired after the 16 season with the Colts. Senior personnel executive for the Browns and a consultant for the Seahawks for one season. Um, he's got some familiarity with the Carnes Brown front office from his one-year stint with the team in 17. So it was enough for him to land an advisor role. Um, the Patriots signed director of player personnel Nick Cesario to a contract extension. Uh, they're pretty quiet on how they keep deals. Um, look, and they kept Josh McDaniels. They kept Nick. Um, his Nick's deal was scheduled to expire in May. They decided he's the de facto right-hand man on personnel for Bill, Bar- Bill Belichick. Um, he organizes the scouting department for him. So that's the latest. want to talk a little bit. On LandryFootball.com, we've got working on uh, our grades, uh, position by position, how players graded out in the NFL this past year. And who are the best potential free agents? That's a fluid issue. Again, you got guys that you put in, quote, unquote, a free agent list that won't be there. Dak Prescott's going to be with Dallas. Drew Brees is either going to be with the Saints or retire. You know, so some of those guys are not going to be free agents. They just don't have a deal yet. But then you have a guy like an Andy Dalton who is not a free agent but is likely going to, if he's not traded, could be let go. He becomes a free agent. So it's unique in that guys come off the board when they're signed but then guys get put on the board as they're released. So going to be interesting to see and keep track of kind of where these guys go. And that's why your definitive look at how players graded. I mean, the, the free agent perspective and notes is great. But the thing we want you to follow the most is how players graded out this past year, 2019. All quarterbacks. All right, we'll get them through all the positions. So you can go and look 
how a player graded this past year, whether he's somebody that's in trade talks, threat to be released, going to be starting for your favorite team or an opponent, going to be a free agent. You know where they graded this year. You got it. I wanted to talk, give you a little tease. What do you look for in a quarterback? Well, things that I look for most in quarterbacks, college guys, high school guys, guys in the NFL. First of all, accuracy is the most important physical quality, toughness, football intelligence, and poise are critical. Guys, mental awareness, intelligence, field vision, seeing the field, understanding of coverages, reading defenses, judgment and decision-making, avoidance of mistakes and forcing the ball, poise under pressure, game pressure, rush pressure, anticipation of when receivers are going to come open, locating secondary and tertiary receivers. Mental awareness is the most important critical factor for a quarterback. Two, competitiveness, physical, mental toughness, level of intensity, clutch skills, poise, how he handles adversity, leadership, confidence, High character guys succeed here. Low character guys struggle here. High work ethic. Want self-starters. The third critical factor, accuracy. Hitting targets short, medium, and long without making receivers work. The ability to deliver catchable balls. Touch when you need to. Leading a receiver on deep balls. Velocity, timing. And I'm looking at the release type and quickness. The type of release. Location of the relief points, the quickness from throwing point to release. The release times need to be 1.5 at 5 yards, 2.1 at 7 yards, 3.1 at 9 yards, uh, at the 7, excuse me, 1.5 at 3 yards, 2.1 at 5, 7 yards, 3.1, 9 yards, 3.9. Arm strength, the velocity on the ball, throwing the deep ball with little effort, can throw it falling away from pressure with only your arm. And I'm looking at body size and strength. Does he meet the height, weight, speed requirements? If he doesn't, what does he have to overcome it? Does he have the hand size and body strength to protect the football? Then I look at production. What am I looking at production? Do the numbers back up his grade? I want accuracy percentage over completion percentage. Interception versus touchdown ratio. Result of quarterback passing chart and grade film. Percentage of correct line of scrimmage adjustments and percentage of correct post-snap adjustments. Does he protect the ball first before trying to make a big play? Is he a technique and fundamental stickler for details? Then position specifics, I'm looking at speed. Rollouts and sprints, stride to the throwing point, natural running ability, ability to avoid the rush, scrambling ability, athletic ability, quickness, agility, balance, change of direction, body flexibility, run ability, feel, and physical adjustment to pocket pressure. Then I'm looking at ball mechanics, ball handling, ability to sell play action, setup quickness, delivery quickness, the type of release, quickness from the throwing point to release, setup quickness, the 11th factor, quickness away from the center, speed at the throwing point, body control to throw on the move, effectiveness on rollouts and sprints, foot quickness and stride at the throwing point. My drop setup time numbers at three yards is 0.76. Five yards, 1.0. Seven yards, 130. Nine yards, 175. 
And then avoid skills, scrambling ability, natural running ability. Avoid rush skills, feel and sense for location of pocket pressure. So when you grade players, you got different grade categories in pro personnel. Blues are the top. Blues are the top line players in the league. Blue players make the plays that are the differences in close games. They have superior talent and consistently make plays. The numerical grade category for blue is 7-4 to 7 7 fours are one of the top handful of players in the league, if not the very best. 7 O's are one of the top players at the position in the league. And the guys that graded out the best this year at quarterback, the only four blue-grade guys were Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, when he was healthy, missed some games, and, yes, Lamar Jackson did have a good year. It does not mean this is who's the best quarterbacks in the league going forward or who's been the best over recent history. It's how they graded out this year and this year only. Check out the rest of the quarterback grades. Check out who graded out high reds, low reds, high-grade purple, low-grade purple. Who graded out is backup caliber that maybe are still starters in the league. Who are backups that have purple grade starting caliber grades at the quarterback position? You can find all of that over at LandryFootball.com right now with our quarterback grades. We'll get into each position by position over the next several days as we head into free agency in the start of the league year. We're going to wrap it up with some questions. Kevin says, as the NFL is about a month away from official free agency, can you explain free agency through the prism of roster culture. For example, last year you weren't enthused with the Browns signing of Odell Beckham because of roster culture, but perhaps a team like the Patriots might have been a better fit. Are skilled players more dangerous acquisitions than other players? Um, It, listen, quarterbacks can be more distracting. They're more divas. No doubt about that. But I think any player can be a negative. Any player can be a locker room lawyer. Any player can be a distraction. You certainly don't want your quarterback to be anything but the first class, you know, roll call leader type guy. But I I do think not just the skill position, but I do think that certain guys at those skill positions tend to be a little bit more diva-like, tend to be a little bit more about me, and I think it is something you've got to be careful about in your culture. You've got to be careful who you give your money to. Money makes you more of what you are. So if you're not a good leader, if you're all about me, you're a diva, giving up that player more money is going to make that blow up even more. And what does that do to your locker room? Does that upset the culture of the locker room? What if you sign a player that's a good player and you give them great money because you think you'd be really good? What does that do for the rest of your locker room when you've got better players that you didn't take care of? Doesn't do good in your locker room. So your culture and what you do, and are skilled players more dangerous acquisitions? No, it's just they're more diva-like. But 
you just got to do your homework on what you're getting character-wise, not just football-wise. Should organization use enhanced criteria before they even consider signing players as compared to linemen and defensive players? Organizations all used use the criteria to evaluate before you ever consider signing skilled players, signing any players. You know, offensive linemen are a little bit more quiet as a rule, but you got some guys that are distractions on defense. So the answer is you better be thorough and you better do your homework. You better know your roster. You better know your culture. You better know where you've been. You better know where you're going. And you better know what you're getting when you bring these guys in. And it doesn't matter. You don't want to do it just for the skill guys. You want to do it for every guy. Kevin has a couple of questions to do with penalties that he feels are creating imbalances in the game. One pass interference. Says the ball is placed at the spot of the foul. My problem is that on deeper passes, if the ball is placed at the spot of the foul, this assumes the ball will be caught 100% of the time. But in reality, deeper passes are less likely to be caught. So would you consider it reasonable if once per game a defense could use an exception in which pass interference is capped at 15 yards but would still be an automatic first down? Well, I don't know. I don't think you want to consider it a um, where the defense has an option or an exception. I think what needs to be discussed and should be discussed, has been discussed, is basically having the college rule, which is you don't have an exception. It's just pass interference is 15 yards. Um, you could look at that. You can even consider it um, doing something. The largest penalty you get by yards is 15, or, again, as you say, interference, it's the spot foul. Um, You could make it a 20-yard penalty, a 25-yard penalty. You could cap it. And I'm a believer in it. I'm a believer that 15 yards. The reason why... It's not. It's not like, oh, boy, look at what's happening. This has been an issue for some time, Kevin. The league doesn't want it. The league has made all the rules to favor the offense. They want the offense to have the advantage. They feel like, yeah, it's an imbalance compared to the defense. But everybody's offense is dealt with it. So the, the theory of... You're assuming a catch is really not accurate. What you're doing is interference prevents a guy from ability to attempt to catch it. We all know there could be drops. It could be there's no guarantee of anything. But if you interfere, it's a spike. It is a costly penalty. Something too costly. I'm on board with it. I mean, I'm on board with that thought that it is too costly. I agree. But it's not changing because they, no one wants it to change in the league. I mean, defensive coaches would. But this is an offensive league, and that's why they have it, and that's why it's not going to change. Defensive holding you bring about, it's pretty much the same thing. But 
you got the automatic first down aspect of the defensive holding. It says, strikes me as situationally absurd. It's third and 20. Linebacker gets a little too handsy with the running back slipping into the pattern. This is an automatic first down. Once per game, allow the defense to place the ball at the spot of the foul and forego the automatic first down. Again, you don't want to get into, hey, you allow an option. No, I. here's what you do. You either do it one way or the other. Holding could be you could just eliminate automatic first down. You could say 10-yard penalty. So third and 20, you got a holding penalty. It's not first down. It's a 10-yard penalty. Again, they don't want that. And the reason they don't want it, when if it's third and 20, they don't want the defense to go and hold a guy purposely. You go out and just hold him. Just go out and grab him. Well, if you do that and you don't have an automatic first down, then it's a cheap way to illegally stop them. And you can get away with it if you've got them in a third and 20. So it makes you continue to play defense even on third and 20 without holding. The option stuff is not really where, where they want to go. So let's just say they have an option. Well, very simply, we'll go and we'll grab everybody on the snap of the ball. Just go grab them. Well, then that's a, that's a non-play because you can only call one holding. They'll call it on one. And if you had an exemption or if you didn't have an automatic first down, <laughs> It's an easy way. You, you don't have to play defense on that play. So <clears throat> the answer is if you want to eliminate that, which they don't, you would just eliminate it the automatic first down and just make it a 10-yard penalty. But they don't want that because they want the defense to have to defend on third and 20 and have to do it legally. So, look, there's nothing wrong with your premise is that the league is completely against that. In fact, they like it the way they have it because they want more offense. That's what more fans want. They want to see the offense. They want to see the highlights. That's what they love. So all the rules will continue to favor the offense. So that's a look at it. Hey, appreciate the questions, Kevin. Keep them coming. Anybody else, if you got a question, send it over to LandryFootball.com or go to LandryFootball.com. Hit contact Chris. Send it over to me, and I will address it on this show or any of the other platforms. Just let me know. Sign up for this podcast and all the conference podcasts five days a week. Got our college podcast. And three days a week here, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, get the Pro Football Podcast. How do you get it? Go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Sign up for Landry Football's conference call. It's where you get all the podcasts that will come to you. You can't find it there. Go to LandryFootball.com. Get a listen right there. Then you can find out how to sign it up to make it go to your phone. And while you're there, take advantage of the 50% scouting season sale that will get you all of the information on free agency, the draft, all the latest in football all year round. In season, scouting season, you name it, we got it covered for you. 
And again, and the 50% discount, you can't beat that. And give the folks at 401k Generation a call, will you? A call, a text, tell them that you heard about them from us right here on this podcast. Just want to check in, see what they have to offer. See if it's a fit for you. Might not be. Maybe down the road you might need them. They're licensed in all 50 states, and you can reach Eddie Rojas and his team of financial professionals at 1-866-998-5879. That's 1-866-998-5879. Folks, enjoy the football this weekend. Enjoy um, the XFL. Uh, We'll be... Here to wrap it up for you, let's take a look real quickly here. Week 2 on Saturday, we got New York at D.C. at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on ABC. Tampa Bay at Seattle, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. Sunday, the 16th, Dallas at L.A. at 3 p.m. Eastern on ABC. And at 5 p.m. Eastern, St. Louis at Houston on FS1. So catch your doubleheader Saturday and Sunday. like how they got it scheduled. The XFL. We'll be keeping you updated once I get into some film on the XFL, and we'll talk about it here. So check it out. Have a great weekend. Happy Valentine's Day. And enjoy your weekend. Talk to you on Monday with another edition of the Pro Football Show. I am Chris Lee. for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.